Clear the Obstacles to Elevation with the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and this is a podcast about evoking the goddess. Wildcrafting six and seven figures from your sacred feminine episode 115 coming to ya. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and I think this episode will be amazing for you. This will be so helpful. So I want to first let you know that I coach women on evoking the goddess while crafting six and seven figures from your sacred feminine. We do that in the Light Goddess Coaching Program. And we do it with imagination and humor and the wild creativity of the divine feminine by dissolving the blocks and old patterns to running a business on intuition and feminine flow. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com. So this episode is called Vibrational Family. We are in a time of connection. This year is powerful year of connection and healing, where last year was about expansion and healing. We have all been going through such massive change internally, shedding old layers of karma and old relationships and ideas. So many people stay in relationships well after their time because of tradition and blood and conditioning, obligation. And while we cannot give people handbooks for how they should behave toward us, we can set our own boundaries within ourselves. Boundaries are really powerful and really misunderstood. (laughs) Old hat psychology teaches to let others know your boundaries so that they can respect those and you are supposedly an empowered human by knowing them and being clear about them. But this sets everyone up. It sets you up for so much disaster in relationship because boundaries are for you. They're not um, a list that you give to somebody else. Um, boundaries are not for the other person. Much of our challenge in life and relationship and connection comes from our handbooks. We have handbooks for everything, little invisible paper, paper manuals for how everyone, everything in life should behave. Some of the instructions in our handbooks state that people should speak with proper English and which I'm not even sure what that is anymore <laughs> and where you'd find it. But, you know, some of our handbooks, you know, have rules about like how people should behave and what they should do in society and what groups should and shouldn't do. You know, people should use turn signals. Well, people don't. So I guess they shouldn't. (laughs) And when we think they should, then we feel frustrated. We feel upset. And, and how do you want to feel? What's your vibration that you want to carry? What is your emotional experience? What is your experience of life that you want to have? Is it complaining and being upset or annoyed about the tiniest, smallest things or, or so many things that don't matter because the mind is focused on these things? Or do we want to live that empowered creator goddess life and really choose our life every moment, right? Really create the life we want to live, focusing our mind on things that are powerful and amazing and fun and creative, right? And, you know, some of the instructions in these lovely handbooks we all carry around, we want to really question them. They're for other people, how other people should behave, how they should treat you, what they should say, what they should do, what they should not do, how life should behave. Other people should, um, you know, all the shoulds, you know, people shouldn't, shouldn't do things. They should do whatever they do do. (laughs) 
<laughs> One of my teachers used to say, do what you do, don't do what you don't do. I just love that quote so much because, because a lot of times people develop these tics where then you go around explaining yourself, explaining why you don't do something or do do something because you're projecting onto the other person what they their handbook for you that they didn't even express or that they might not have or even if they do do you want to behave between lines or guidelines or other people's handbooks or do you just want to be this free liberated human right <laughs> living with other free liberated humans and living that vibrational match you know attracting living with vibrational family and that's, you know, letting go of our handbooks and using boundaries properly. That's this beautiful opportunity it gives us for this really free life. <laughs> we waste so much precious life force and our creative energy for harness when we waste time on handbooks for how we think life should be and what other people should do. We have handbooks for ourselves as well. We should say this or we should do that. So we want to release our handbooks for ourselves. Two, <laughs> dismantling your handbooks for others and yourself is incredibly liberating. It's truly freedom. Everyone gets to be who they are. You get to be who you are. And no one has to spend time with anyone they don't want to spend time with. Isn't that a beautiful way to live? Years and decades of us humans we've spent hanging around people we didn't really want to hang around. Being in relationships because of blood or family or friendships or tradition, right? We were not finding like-minded people, high or low. So we settled for friendships that were not really that heart connection. Desiring partnership naturally and connection, we settled for partnerships and dalliances that were far from satisfying. Staying in things longer than we wanted out of habit or codependence. We have all done this for years and Spirit has been helping us to cut these ties, to change our behaviors and connections and relationships. We always have to clean up our own thoughts and emotions, of course, and that is where power resides. All the people pleasing and doing for others before ourselves and codependent relationships all harm our true potential and creative output. It limits our soul and the true spiritual and soul connection and partnership and relationship possibilities that are here for us now. You know, it's a different time. The more elevated in consciousness you are, the more on frequency you are, the more awake and aware, you know, the more opportunities you have to to meet vibrational family and to have those deep soul connections. We all want those relationships where we feel kindred, we feel like home. More often than blood, they will be vibrational. You know, they typically won't be our blood family, especially if you are in this world and you're more awakened and you're living a spiritually driven, heart-driven life. We will be in relationships from vibration, from consciousness. While we learn so much from each other, no matter what, no matter whether it's soul family or not, it's that deep heart connection with those we vibrate similarly that is really that soul family connection right true connection from the heart from curiosity from play from fun and collaboration and 
you know, less boundaries are needed with soul family because you vibrationally match because you sense each other and feel that back and forth pull of when to come closer and when to give space. There's more spontaneity and freedom and love and purity. And did I mention freedom? <laughs> I wrote a poem once and one of the lines said, and it is about the freedom we became. It's one of my favorite poems I ever wrote. And as we are dismantling our internal handbooks for the world and for other people, begin to notice it, catch yourself. It will be fascinating for you. We also want to dislodge our handbooks for our own self. Too much we jail ourselves. We jail ourselves in rules and customs and traditions and have tos and shoulds and ought tos. You know, coloring in between lines that we created for ourselves. You know, we impose these these guidelines upon ourselves, and then we follow them. Sometimes the reason is a lazy method of motivation. Sometimes it is a less conscious autopiloting. So much in our lives, the more numbness we can awaken from, and the greater our consciousness, the less desire we have to autopilot in our life. It feels off to do so, where before it might have been comforting because not doing so was was tedious to us. So the more awake, more consciousness, the more it feels off to autopilot. Too many rules for how we live, it limits and it narrows our creative field. It narrows our openness to the vast possibility of what we may create and understand. It limits what we know and can learn. We often desire some structure in our life, especially as entrepreneurs, but we actually get to choose what that looks like. And we can set that up any way we want. We can choose that for vibration as well. As entrepreneurs, it is a free-form lifestyle by definition. So the structure gives you guidelines to live by, but instead offers you, instead of you know structure as an entrepreneur giving you guidelines to live by, you want to use it as a foundation of support and growth that's powerful. And you get to choose what all of that looks like. An example is, I, you know, for me, I give myself um, blocks of time where it's just creative flow and I can go sit by the creek and be close closer to the goddess in form and write, or I can stay home and let the sunshine come in the windows and write. But I have these chunks of, of free-form time, and that's what works best for my creative output. But for other people, they need to do it a really different way. We live freedom in our lives when we let go of our handbooks for others and for ourselves. We employ boundaries with others inside our own minds. Many clients deal with blood family, and we spend time coaching on it. I often recommend that they have their time boundary, that they know when the conversation's about to go sour, and so maybe it's 20 minutes, maybe it's an hour. So then about that 19 minute mark or that 55 minute mark, they're out of there. You know, it's a polite, like, send you love, got to go. And they just know that if they were to stay beyond that, that's when things sour. That's when the, it's too influ influential to be in that environment. It's not serving either relationship, but they do desire to keep the blood relationship. So those are some of the methods to, to deal with that. They take loving care of themselves, the boundaries for them, not for the family member, not that they would follow it anyways, right? Of course. You know, boundaries are for you. You don't have to be on your friend's social media. You don't have to take every phone call and text. You don't have to do anything. This is one of the spells in the overculture. And it's something we are trained and conditioned to kind of believe that there's these things you have to do. 
but we don't have to do anything. And we want to, whatever we do, do, we want to consciously choose. And we want to re-choose it again every so often. Kind of look at what you own. Look at what you think, what you believe, what you do, and just re-choose it. Do I want to choose this again? Have things shifted and changed, and maybe I don't want to choose this again. Isn't that so much freedom and so much empowerment? We actually get to live this way. <laughs> and we have to peel these shoulds and ought tos out of ourselves. Like, where are you telling yourself that you have to? Look at that. Boundaries are time and space. They are a push and pull between two people. They are a dance. They are a lot. They are not a set of rules that you offer others to follow. That's not what boundaries are. Fear and safety, even when it is only, you know, the subconscious patterns of fear and safety, will keep you locked into staying longer in relationships, staying longer in conversations, spending more time with people than you really desire to. When you're listening and connected to your intuition, you can feel what is right for you. You can feel what is loving, loving to you. Your mind may be curious and want to do the drama and want the stimulation of staying in those conversations, staying in relationships because it offers stimulation. And this is one of the core reasons why so many people stay longer or stay entangled and engaged when their heart is longing to do something soul nourishing or to be around vibrational family, soul family. That need for stimulation can come from thousands of places. And so if you are finding this is your reason for staying longer for listening to the pull of the mind over the heart and over your feminine intuition, find stimulation that is nourishing to your soul. Find other ways. I personally had to find ways to be adventurous and explore and move and use kinetic energy that wasn't stationary writing or reading only because of a craving for stimulation. So it took some time to transition into activities that were really empowering and nourishing and nourishing to me and brought adventure and novelty. And so the mind will go to work doing something. And so we want to give our minds beautiful, creative things in our business and our life to chew on. Otherwise, the mind is geared to chew on drama. You know, there's the circumstances, there's the facts, and then everything else is drama right? Everything else is just the mind. It's just thoughts that are not true, right? That is what minds do. That's what they do. Living from our intuition is so much about, is as, living from our intuition is as much about using our minds creatively and powerfully as it is about moving the mind out of the way and living from our heart and being heart dominant. Are you in vibrational con concert with your mind? So this is an interesting way to look at it. You know, are you in vibrational concert with your mind? This is profound to consider. So much of the mind is drama. It pretends it's figuring out a complex and important issue for you. Nope, just drama. It's bored. <laughs> the mind pretends there's danger from other people, what they did, what they said. Nope, drama. It, it needs you know, healthy stimulation. The mind is always figuring, calculating, measuring, categorizing, weighing. So are you a vibrational match to your own thoughts? You know, are your thoughts from your heart? Does it feel good in your mind? Would you want to go have dinner in your brain and hang out in there? <laughs> like, it's a helpful way to think about it. Boundaries are also be also beautiful between people when we can employ our understanding of boundaries with others, connecting with others to a beautiful degree rather than disconnecting. So this is another way to use boundaries. Again, we're using them for ourselves, but we can see other people say they're defensive 
it's their unconscious boundary that they're not really even aware of why they're being defensive or that they are possibly. And so instead of backing off and disconnecting, I'm not saying stay and, 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 you know, with people where you don't want to be treated in certain ways and stuff and it's just, you know, time for you to go. But I'm saying we don't have to disconnect or engage in a way that's, that's not compassionate. And, you know, we can stay connected hearing that they don't even see their unconscious boundary and back off in the conversation and offer more compassion and more love. So it's a really way, you know, it's a really beautiful, powerful way to be more elevated, to be in the spiritual space, to deal with others and with, you know, with more compassion for humanity and how it shows up in ourselves, how it shows up in others, more compassion for the human condition, how it shows up, how it shows up for others. You know, part of being a leader is really understanding the human condition and how most people are not aware and awake and conscious or to what degree they are. And when we use boundaries in that way, when we see everything that people do as their unconscious boundaries, they're probably not even aware of. They they don't know how to set them for themselves and take time and space for themselves. They're not nourishing themselves, taking good care of themselves. They're not awake in their mind. They're not managing their brain, right? We can have, we can use boundaries to actually have more compassion, compassionate understanding for other humans and for ourselves and to use them in that way of that push and pull, that dance between ourselves, offering greater compassion, and of course, going into situations and environments that we choose or leaving those environments, but from a compassionate space, rather than a space of like, let me get away from this person, you know, really just understanding that's how the human condition is presenting in them at the moment. You know, we often immediately get defensive back with people. You know, it's Mars is in Leo right now. And so we can be extra sensitive with our heart and snap to anger and errant assessment and assumption really quick. And so we want to watch that in ourselves right now. And we want to just be aware of that with other people and have more compassion. What other people say and do is about them always. It's about their thoughts and their brain and how that's making them feel and what behavior that drives, of course, right? And when we can set when we can see their boundaries, however unconscious, and their attitudes and stay connected but back off with our conversation or be more patient or send love, send loving vibrations to ourselves, to the situation, it's such a more healing thing we're doing in our communities and living from the heart space. We have such an amazing opportunity to bring more love into situations, into the world, into life. We are our spiritual vibration walking and talking when we do this. It doesn't mean to stay in loveless situations. It only, it, it only means that we don't have to escalate the situation. We can understand others and offer more compassionate understanding to people in our world. This is how you are light goddess. This is how you are the leader in, in spiritual entrepreneurship. This is... This is a time where we get to find vibrational family and soul tribe, the kindred soul, the kindred souls where you can't stop talking and you love the energy of each other and the connection is profound and uplifting and inspiring. We cheer each other on, we cheer, we're rooting for each other's successes and there's interdependence rather than codependence. I'm sending sacred vibes to you. Think about this way of being. It's so powerful. It's just a really powerful way to look at relationship with other people, to really come from that empowered space within. 
And if you would like to join the Activate Your Goddess Facebook group, please do so. There will be coaching and classes and amazing masterclass coming soon. I have a lot of things lined up for the weeks to come. Really excited about it. Really looking forward to seeing you in there. It is the Activate Your Goddess Facebook group. And also, if you are loving this podcast, please go over to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us five stars, give us a review. I'd really appreciate it. If you want to give anything less than five stars, um, send me an email. (laughs) All right, y'all. I really appreciate your support. I am sending you so much love. You've been listening to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and I coach women on evoking the goddess, wildcrafting seven figures from your sacred feminine. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com. You can click the button and get into a coaching consult with me today. If you would like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, sign up today at lifecoachjude.com. <laughs>